get like us. Wah, steal and cover. Wah, go get like us. Wah, shut down like us. Wah, everything like us. Can I be hunting? You know about like us. Some random tune on the radio Fetty Wap with My Way Whatever that means Yeah, I just like the beats, man I don't know, I have no idea what they're saying But I just like the beats, man It makes me move, yeah It lifts me up somehow So that's what counts, man Music uh, is different to everybody, man Some people will know word for word I have no idea. My favorite tunes, I have no idea uh, about the words. Only, I only remember a few songs ever. Uh, but I only know a few of them within that one song. Uh, the chorus, definitely. Uh, but the tune is what moves me. Yeah, I just go with a beat. Boom, 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 whatever. Anyway, the reason for today's podcast is this. I was just thinking about thoughts and limiting beliefs that people might have and uh, how people always try to they mean well but they try to to protect you by saying no 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 that's impossible you can't do this you can't do that or be careful with this take care of that whatever and also another topic with that is about having the right tools getting ready and be ready with that mindset mindset is the biggest hold up for everybody everybody wants to be a a successful entrepreneur successful artist successful sports athlete whatever boxer anything yeah however that belief that they need to get that mental attitude that they need to keep and maintain throughout their um, uh, struggle is very hard to keep to get to let alone maintain all right so took me back i'm actually driving past my old school uh around turnpike lane so i just stopped by to record this one when i was at school i couldn't speak a word of english when i came here i mean i did you know the dog is under the table you know i knew that you know phrases here and there and uh anyway so uh school kids being mean they were teasing me you know, making fun of my accents and everything. So there's probably another podcast about that. <laughs> Surviving your first uh, month at school and beyond in a foreign land, especially in England. All right, that kind of rhymes. My daughter was here. She said, hey, Daddy, that rhymes. <laughs> anyway, uh, so basically, uh, they used to tease me about how I pronounce names, how I do this, how I do that. Uh, but I made it my my goal to spend time with the geeks inside the classroom, Mark and Matthew, <laughs> and uh, I sit with them most of the time uh, in front of the classroom, at the f- you know as close to the teacher as possible. And then as soon as the bell goes, I go out and play football with the bad boys, so-called bad boys. And my friends, Mark and Matthew, always advised me, don't go with these guys, they're these, they're that. So one day I got picked for the school team. And uh, it's funny how the school was about 80% black. And um, I just came from another school that had at least 90% white. And uh, the white people never really said much to my face, except when it, when it comes to football and 
them telling me you can't play with my football and all that and you know got into a couple of fights there uh, but when I moved to North London I was hoping yeah this is a lot of people that look like me should be it should be cool but no it was the opposite I was being picked on and everything for first month I thought forget it I'm gonna have to move school but I thought no way I'm gonna survive this anyway I survived one month and uh, the rest was history and uh, basically going back to the football uh, so they used to tease me about, oh man, did you play football in Africa? I mean, were you barefoot? How old were you barefoot when you played football? How old were you when you first wore shoes? And uh, teasing me like that and all these guys, my goodness. I was like, yeah, 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 I played, I played. And so in the playground, there's a hierarchy, yeah? So the bad boys, the top dogs, uh, the silverbacks, if you like, uh, they have the ball, you know, nobody would dare tackle them. But for me, it was... I grew up in a footballing uh, neighborhood where everybody was football mad. So no matter how old you are, if you're in a team, you're old enough, you can tackle the biggest guy, you can take the ball, you can play the rings around him. Uh, you know, the uh, others will laugh at him, but he won't, he won't do much to you. It's football, basically. If he, if, you, if, you, if he falls, that's football. If it's a foul, then you get, he gets a free kick or, or whatever, as, as per the rules. But here you see a big guy, you know, big dog, uh, hold the ball, you know, uh, dodging everybody. Nobody would actually tackle him full-heartedly. But, um, so I would take the ball off him and, you know, this guy would cry. That's another story. But anyhow, uh, Matthew and Mark, my uh, advisors, would say to me, don't play with these guys. If you lose the ball, they beat you up or whatever. They blame you for everything. Don't do this, don't do that. And uh, so when they picked me for the school team, everybody's like, no, are you crazy? If the team loses, you're going to be blamed. They beat you up and all that. No, man, it was going to beat me up. You know, with all the, la uh, with all the language I could uh, muster, I always said, listen, man, I just let the football uh, do the talking, I, I used to say. So anyway, uh, so when I got picked up, I was so excited I was going to play and all that. So we go and play a local school. Uh, it was a proper ma match and uh, so um, I get in as a third the final substitute when there was about 30 minutes left to the game so I go in I'm playing on the left wings and um, I, I'm called up I go in I'm thinking yeah I'm going to do some damage here I didn't even touch the ball I hardly did Basically, I was slipping all over the place when you know, when I try to run for the ball or when somebody even passes it to me. I could not move an inch. Reason being, I was wearing trainers, sneakers some people might call. So these trainers were basically no good because we were playing on grass. And, I was, and it was a particularly wet um, surface. So... And the coach couldn't get, take me out because I was the last sub. So everybody was just cracking up and laughing and everything. They were saying to me, dude, why didn't you bring your boots, man? Whatever like that. You know, how, you wear, how come you wear this? I'm like, I'm really sorry. You know? So we ended up, I think we drew the match or something. I don't know what happened. But I was just focusing on me. I'm thinking, shit, this is so embarrassing. So the next day, uh, the next match... I, I mean, the next day at school, I was the talk of the whole school, basically. Samir didn't bring his boots, he was slip. he didn't even touch the ball, blah, blah, da-da-da-da. And anyway, so the next match comes in, we're in the changing room, I say to everybody, um, uh, somebody asked me, yeah, so you, are you sorted for, are you going to play, yeah? Yeah, 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 I got my boots. 
they just cracked up as soon as I said that I got my boots. I don't know how I said it, uh, whatever the my uh, pronunciation was. And uh, they would just ask me, go, go and say it, say it again, say it. I got my boots. They just basically go all over the floor. They're laughing. They're bringing other kids in from next changing room, whoever they are. I don't even know them. Go, yeah, come, come, come here, say it, say it. And for me, instead of saying, no, I'm not going to say it, I just say it. Then they just laugh. I'm thinking, dude, why are you laughing, man? No, say it again, say it again. I would just go. I got my boots. That's all I said. What did I say? I got my boots. They just basically their stomachs were hurting, and I have no idea why they were laughing. But they're thinking they're laughing at me. I'm thinking, yeah, I don't really care. Uh, English is not my second language. It's probably my third, fourth language at that stage. And uh, for me, I just yeah, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong. That's my response for anybody trying to put me down uh, with my lack of English. And I'd only been in this country for uh, less than a year, if that. And uh, so basically, they do that. And so the word, I got my boots spread. So every year, every uh, class was saying, I got my boots to me. I would just say, yeah, I got mine too. So before I knew it, other kids that have no idea where this thing come from, they start, you know, saying that phrase, I got my boots in the playground. I'm thinking, damn, everybody knows this. And, and then I turn around and I, actually they're not aiming that at me. They were just saying it to each other i don't know what what it became of it it uh, became of it eventually but i got my boots was that so from here what i learned is that you know and also the message for this other than you guys laughing at, uh, at my expense uh is that you must have the right tool wherever you go make sure you have the right tool then you have a better chance of actually achieving your goal so what do you need a laptop but uh, a pen and a pencil the right attire the right whatever so if you have the right tools for the job you can get the job done so had I have if I had my um, football boots yeah, then you know I would I would achieve something in the, on those 30 minutes that I was given a chance to impress basically for the first time and uh, anyhow so that's what I wanted to say and also the mental uh, mindset yeah, beliefs of Mark and Matthew thinking, all right, they were probably good enough to play in the team, but because they don't want to be associated with these guys, because of what the impression of them they have, they say, oh, Smear, you don't want to play for, with these guys. They're just bad people. They, you know, they blame you for everything. So that's what they believed. And had I believed them, I thought, okay, I'll take your advice and hang around with you, five people. There was about five of us kicking a flat Coca-Cola can or whatever. No, I want to play proper football, com competitive football every lunchtime, every break time, every time I go, uh, the school is finished. I was playing football the whole time. So that was my passion. I wanted to play with them. That was it. Uh, so don't listen to people that keep telling you, don't do this, don't do that. They're only saying that because of their own perspective, because of their own failures. So somebody might advise you, no, 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 you don't want to get into this business. You don't want to uh, get and study that or whatever or go into that profession that career mainly because either they have failed themselves or some might even not might not even want you to succeed some people are just weird they just don't want you i would push people well, yeah man go for it what the hell man but have you thought of this i'll try to give people constructive um um advice rather than just like no don't do this 
what are you basing that assumption? Oh, this is no good. Why? Just because somebody failed, it doesn't mean that this, uh, just because you failed and this other people, uh, the people that you're advising are going to fail as well. So try to be as, as, more, as encouraging as possible. Don't just block every, you know, let people make their own mistakes too. Of course, you can share your experiences, but then if you're at the receiving end of advisors like this, just take it with a pinch of salt and say, you know what, what the hell, I'm going to do it anyway. Just do it. Just count the, uh, uh, evaluate the consequences of your actions. As long as it doesn't harm anybody, it doesn't harm you, it doesn't harm anybody. Calculate the risk, worst case scenario. Calculate it and say, yeah, worst case scenario, the worst thing that can happen is X, Y, Z. Am I happy with that? Yep, if that happens, I'm okay. I can handle that. Boom, you just go and do it. Otherwise, the last thing you want is look back and say, I wish I'd done that. I wish... I bought that house. I wish I, I did this. I invested here and there. I wish I went into that business or whatever. So just evaluate it. Take everybody's advice. Evaluate it and think, all right, but I'm not you. I'm going to go and try this. You can say that. Yeah. So uh, that's about it, really. So I got my boots. Yeah. So I got my boots could be uh, a book. You never know, man. <laughs> I might write a book about I got my boots. So I'm armed. So I'm armed with all this knowledge of entrepreneurship, what I can do with my sales skills over the last 10 years. I've been working as a sales, um, in sales basically. So I know how to prospect. I know how to uh, close a sale. I know how to basically build that rapport with the prospect and make them like me so that they buy from me. They, they, they come to me for advice. Uh, so I've done that in industries that I had no idea uh, I had no experience in, but eventually I turned it around. So I know I have that those skills. Are you prepared for what you're embarking on? At the same, on the flip side, sometimes, yeah, you might wait and waste so, so much time thinking, I don't have everything in place. I want everything to be in place. So then when I got my boots, I'll jump. No, sometimes you just want to get on with it. You've got something, yeah, you don't have to have every tool uh, under the sun that you think you might need. Some of the tools you get may not be even necessary. So, while this might contradict with, uh, what I was saying, I got my boots, you got your tools, go with it. But at the same time, don't dwell too much on the tools. Discover the tools on the way up, on the way down, whatever, however you see it. So, uh, yeah. The problem with this podcast is that how do I close this? How do I conclude? Hopefully, I've got some message across to you, my dear listener, if this ever goes live. I always say this with everything. But anyway, so today was a good day. We had um, fork chings and uh, that was a good day. And I'd driven about 100 and 120 miles one way near uh, Norwich to cover for a customer who's away and I had to install an instrument for them so yeah the daily grind still goes on nine to five but my side of the business my um my side project I've I've had good orders so uh and also come up with a new domain name um for my um, uh, website builder it's going to be called all right I'll tell you another time but okay I might say it now then yeah just for the record it's called it's not uh, it, it was inspired by my daughter yesterday as I was leaving home 
she was just abracadabra and all that da, 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 da. she gave me a kiss and a hug and she was chit chatting as usual every time i'm leaving the house she just wants to delay me basically a kiss a hug oh i didn't hug you properly I'm like, oh man i missed those but i still go back and kiss her and hug her until i say enough now i have to go so she said something 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 abracadabra I'm like, ah, and i'll be looking for a name for a domain name that is catchy and kind of linked it has a meaning where i could put a, a latch a a, um, a nice tagline to go with it i'm still working on a tagline though check this out it's called web cadabra with a k so people are actually web cadabra use web cadabra to build your website your blog site your funnel sales funnels even your mobile apps boom that's what i'm gonna be flying with Hopefully by the end of this year, I'll have that rolling and I'll have people signing up. I'll be supporting them. So when I get people to design, uh, if I want to design or build a website for them, I'll actually build it on my own platform. How cool is that? Nice. I'm loving it. Peace and out.